We are holding in Yevomah, Stav Tzadi Tesamal Aleph, a tremendous Mazel Tov. Number one, to my dear Yitzi, Leibowitz for the engagement. Baruch Hashem, was there to be there. And uh, the boys were there, and it was beautiful, really, really nice to have a uh, Yeshiva Simcha. Tremendous, tremendous nachas to have that. So Yitzi, should be zoicha to build a bias name of Israel. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And also a tremendous mazel tov to our dear Srili, Srili Greenberg, who without him, I have no idea if I'd have the time to do the Daf Yomishe. He takes care of the, of the yeshiva, takes care of the office in a very efficient way. He actually sends out uh, the share to many of you as well who are listening to this share as well. He sends it out by WhatsApp. So uh, he puts it on the app as well. So tremendous hakos that we have to our dear Srili Baruch Hashem. His brother got married. Ozeicha to go to that chasna also in Netanya. So we've been to Beitar and Tanya, Baruch Hashem. It's a little bit late now, but Baruch Hashem, we've got to keep the daf going. And, uh, and of course, of all the Simchos, we should all be Zaychat the Simchos, Be'ezus Hashem. So we're holding in the beginning of Dabi Daf Tzadi Tesav and Aleph, right at the top with the Gemara says, Tanu Abonon. Yesh Choyletz Le'imoy Misafik. There are certain situations that, interestingly enough, a person could do Chalitza with his own mother in a Safik situation. Or, with his sister, with the Sufik. Or, Lebita, his own daughter, Miss Sufik. Even though, if you remember all the way back in the beginning, these are the 15 women that your potter from Khalid Sanibam. So the Gemara says that that's the case, Kate said. What exactly is the case? Imoi, Veisha Acheves, meaning, the situation would be like this. Imoi, Veisha Acheves, Velohen Shnei Zuchavim. So, a person's mother and another woman had two sons. And then they gave birth to another two sons in a place where basically it was dark, it was like hiding, and therefore they came, the babies became, you know, mixed up. And now the husbands died. The son of this one came and married the mother of that one. And then the second husband died without any children. So now what's going to happen is, is that the Yibam situation would be to the brother of the second husband, meaning for the the, the woman, the, the woman's remaining son. So it comes out in this specific case, each one is doing Chalitza um, with his mother, al Safik. Let's go to the next example. When would a person have to do chalitza with his sister in a suffix situation? Again, the same idea that they were born in a dark place and therefore they became mixed up. And now these sons, uh, no, these brothers came from a different mother and they married the girls. The same idea that you do chalitza from a sofik in that case. The bit of a sofik heitzad. Ishtoi the isha cheres sheyoldu shtein the kevus b'machvei. Ovoa chayem and asam. Omeisa b'leibanim. Zecholitz bivita b'sofik. Zecholitz a bit of a sofik. Again, these are the three cases that we mentioned, and these are the three explanations that we are being given over here. Tanya. Hi, Reb Meoyme. Ish the isha. They can actually have five different nations, Kate said. So a Yid buys a non-Jewish slave and a slave woman from the Shuk. 
they have two children. But this guy, one of them becomes a guy. Nimsu, He's been on the same Avdus. If they go to the mikvah for the sake of converting, yeah, and they're with each other, and they have a child. That's three. If he lets free the slave woman, yeah. Rabbi Meir is coming to tell us something. What exactly is Rabbi Meir telling us? That child is a mamza. what happens if a Vlad uh, child became mixed up with the Vlad of Kalosa of a daughter-in-law? It's got her child with a daughter-in-law's child. Wow. They grew up and they got married. And they died without children. So, the one of the daughter-in-law does Chalitza. Yeah? I mean, the son of the daughter-in-law does Chalitza, but no Yivim. Why? Sorry. So with the, the with the the Blitzkina, with the the children, the sons of the older woman, they do Khalitza not Yibum. Why? It's a Sophic that might be his brother's wife. The Aishis Achiovim and also maybe the father of the brother's wife. 
Another case. What happens if a child of a coin's wife became mixed up with the child of the Shev Chosa? Both them can eat trumas, we turn the page. They get one part of truma at the at the place where they give it out. As we turn, we both said, they can't become Tommy to make someone there because that's a dinner of a coin. And if they get married, no. They can't get married. They can marry women that are royal kahuna. They can't become Tommy for Mason. But if they did, they don't get Malchus. They don't they get the chumras of both in this case. Interesting, there's a rivosh in Tshuva Siman Salidalad, and he says the Maisa that since Kahanim cannot confirm their status of being Kahanim, they are Sophic Kahanim. There is a Marish Dam of an Ezra Siman Reish Laman Hain, and he's Mekel. And he says, what happens if you have a woman that was kidnapped by Goyim and wants to marry a coin? Since Lamaisa, a coin status is anywhere Suffolk, it's only, you know, to be machmeh with Isurim that of Vadai. But something which is only a Suffolk, you don't have to be. Nafiza, Rabbi Yaakov Emden and the Yaivitz and Shuvah Shadikal of Simakufei was very happy with Kahanim that used to return the money that they received for Pidyan Aben to the baby's father. Ah, Chazal said not nice things about Kahanim. They used to return the money they got for Pidjan Aben. That is only at the time where Kahanim were known to be Vade Kahanim. Abazuk the Yaivitz. Since we cannot say for sure that our Kahanim offer sure Kahanim, therefore the money should be returned because it's possible that he's not a Kain and therefore it would be considered to be stolen money. Interesting. Kapanim the Haligorach HaShulchan, Yehudeh Simon Nunhei, Schoelik on the, uh, the Yavitz and says, no, absolutely not. Kahanim should not. And, uh, if they receive it, they receive it. Yeah? Weiter. So, the Gemara, Rabbi Say. We're holding in the Gemara. It's a long Mishnah. So, the Gemara, Mesok Shevim, right? The ones, the children that we know for sure who they are. Ella, Hanach Meshum, the Arav Lohu, Havalup Sulin. Right? That makes them Sulin. Amar Papa Emo, Mesok Badoin. The ones that died are the ones that we know for sure that we can identify them. What's happening is, is you're going to make, come along and he may come along and uh, that Yavoma may marry a man from the Shuk, which will be problematic. What do you mean? Of course, that's the Shaila. He gets, he gets one chedek of truma. Why would you think otherwise? Like one. As one. Right? Now, if they're both together, do they get it? Tonight, come out. 
commander Omar, in Chokin Shumul Eved and Imkain Rabbi, Imai, the Rebbe is with him, Master, the Tani in Chokin Shumul Eved and Imkain Rabbi, Imai, the Rebbe Judah, Rabbi Soimi Yachot Shoima, Imkain and it's newly Bishwil Asmi, Im Ever the Koyen and it's newly Bishwil Rebbe. Right, they would basically, uh, I guess, be mal as someone specifically that he should be able to receive it. That only gave one edus, and they made someone, you know, from an evet to kuna because of what I said. Seriously. Because if he, because he said something, they're gonna make someone a coin. Hashtag, behemdus of tzaddikim, ain't a kaddish bochu, maybe the kol al yodam. The behema of tzaddikim, the rabbanim doesn't make a a problem go through them. Tzaddikim, as in the culture came, rather not. And therefore, can't be the rebbe tzaddik said something and caused someone to become a coin. And the aim of bichul halus ever the kunah p. They wanted to. Chazal ba'asid yobiyasi. They soon yobiyasi place. Ba'asid asani again to be testified. Ba'asid yobiyuda. But the ma'isa. In that place they didn't give regular truma to uh, regular slaves without their masters being in that case. We send them Truma to their house. It's called Mitom. And someone that marries a woman, that is not right for them. By the way, from what we just mentioned, that there's on this. Chaim was very careful with what he ate because he didn't want to ever offend anybody by refusing to eat something that could be not kosher. Therefore, he just simply never ate outside his home. And therefore, everyone knew that the Chavaz Khan didn't eat. And therefore, you know, it could save him. Even if he went to a Chavaz guy, everyone knew, no, Chavaz Khan doesn't eat. And therefore, when he went to a less Chavaz guy, the Maitza, it wouldn't be a problem. Now, one of the big problems that might arise in eating somebody else's food was bugs. Like in the winter, someone eat, you know, sauerkraut, vegetables often infested. The Chavaz Khan obviously would never rely on anyone except his own family members to check the cabbage. Another problem was the Chavaz Khan would never eat any food, if there was a sophic on it. Now, in his later years, Chavazkan was very frail. He needed to be fed, <coughs> and his Talmudim took turns. Once a Talmud bought a bowl of chicken soup from the kitchen, placed them, you know, placed uh, some on the spoon, like he always did many, many times, and Chavazkan said, is this soup kosher? The, the Talmud got all, like, a rebbe. The rebbe cooked it herself. Chavazkan refused to eat it until the, until the Talmud checked it. He didn't understand what to do. So his Talmud embarrassingly came over to the rebbe she was taken aback. She was never asked this question before. When she made inquiries, she was surprised. That day, there were some shyness that, you know, came to one of the chickens in the kitchen. And the rov of the town had ruled it was kosher. The serving girl confused this chicken with another one that had been without any question. And the soup that the godel had been prepared for this chicken soup was with that chicken. And everyone was shocked. And that's exactly what Agamari says. I remember being many times I was like to be by my Rosh Hashiva of Scheinberg and he was once eating uh, dates again don't don't try this one at home as they say he was once eating dates and he wasn't checking them which was interesting because we always talk to check them now I don't know what the Pshat was and I'm sure there was a deeper Pshat to what I'm saying it's probably a dangerous thing that I'm saying it anyway 
but I'm just going to say it because you know I know I know this is a true myself. And uh, he quoted this Gemara in Yevamos, uh, which is he said it with a laugh. It was a joke. He's like, oh, "Don't worry, the Koshbocha doesn't mean to call out tzaddikim." He didn't mean it chasroshanim in any way, no way in gaiva chasroshanim. But he, it was done. It was a joke. In other words, the Rebbeinu looks after them, so I have nothing to worry about. Crisis. I don't know if that was his psak. I don't know anything. But I'm just telling you myself. All right, everybody, so we'll leave it over here. Mitzvah Shabbat Shalom. Tomorrow, have a wonderful and beautiful day. And Mazel Tov to all the beautiful sinchas that we're going to go to today.